What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode six of Weird Stories of the Paranormal. I'm your host, Chris, and in front of me, these two young ladies are Juanita and Raquel. Raquel and Juanita, what is up, ladies? How have your weeks been? Been really good. Been really good? Super yeah. busy getting ready for Christmas. Christmas, yeah. Christmas right around the corner. Yep, same. Super busy. Yeah, as, as much as COVID tried, it yeah. could not stop the holidays. No, unfortunately <laughs> <You know? laughs> not. It may have ruined Halloween for us just a little bit, but yeah. it came and went. Christmas is going to come and go. Yeah. New Year's yeah. will come and go. 2020 will, or 2020 will leave. 2021 will start. And yep. hopefully we can uh, have a nice rain shower on New Year's Day that will wash away everything that this oh, year has yeah. caused and start a new year for us. Yeah. And like always on every episode, I want to thank all the frontline workers out there, all the doctors, nurses, EMTs, everybody out there who's putting their self out there, uh, knowing how devastating COVID has been yeah. uh, uh, to our communities and to our society. And yet they still get up every morning. They go and do what they need to do. And uh, they are now getting the shot. Yes, uh, I've heard a lot of uh, nurses and doctors are getting shots uh, that are helping with the COVID and the prevention of it. Yeah. Um, hopefully, they will be able to supply communities uh, a lot more. Yeah. Um, and uh, hopefully, they'll be able to get to people our age, not just yeah. old people and doctors, yeah. so that we can get shots if you so need to. And so we just want to thank everybody out there who puts their yes, their stuff so out there every day for you know for for us everyday people who uh, are trying not to get sick and who are trying yeah. to stay safe right. and wear your mask, people. Whether you believe in them or not, doesn't matter. Right. It's about being courteous and respectful to other people. Exactly. Alrighty, so good week. Uh, I have now got a new job uh, from a couple weeks ago when uh, when I stopped working at my old job, and this new job is pretty interesting because I. And working with a couple guys that are really into the paranormal. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about them later on. Cool. Uh, send a couple shout outs to them and uh, get into uh, what we're going to, you know, we're planning to yeah. do with these guys. Uh, but this all takes place at uh, Del Taco. And uh, well, I'm not going to say which one. Yeah. Because yeah. once again, <laughs> just like the Voodoo Room and yeah. just like yeah. Linda Flora Street, Linda Flora Street. <laughs> we do not want a thousand people showing up. Looking for UFOs right. and, yeah. and the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but this takes place at a Del Taco um, where I believe, and I saw with my own eyes, yeah. experienced uh, the other day um, a really peculiar thing. I heard noises, and I turned around, and I could see boxes with, like, to-go cups, napkins, and different things just randomly falling off shelves and i know it wasn't an earthquake mm -hmm. because nothing else in the place shook um in that specific area it is rumored by other employees that they've seen shadows uh people whispering to them talking to them mm -hmm. and it just so happens that that particular area is connected to a part of that del taco where somebody supposedly uh and this is unofficial we haven't researched it yet mm -hmm. I, i'm going to uh, but somebody supposedly died in one of the restrooms there. Oh my God. And so that may be what it is uh, supposedly causing the yeah. haunting and those things that, that I witnessed and that other people have witnessed. Yeah. So uh, this is a pending story, almost like breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to research it a little bit, uh, find out how true that story yeah. is. Uh, somebody really did die there. Maybe 
um, the area is known for having a lot of transients yeah. and, and yeah. people who unfortunately, you know, use drugs and stuff. So, right. you know, it could very, it's it very, very well could be that it was, you know, an unfortunate incident yeah. that happened to somebody there. Um, so we'll get into that. But this week, ladies, I, I actually have a video that I wanted to show you last episode, mm -hmm. but I forgot. I was being absent-minded that day, but I remembered, and, and I re I was literally reminding myself every day, don't forget the video. Don't forget the video. Because <laughs> we have so much going on, and then when we come together, we're just like, and then this, and then this, and yeah, then I'm exactly. tell you guys about this, and then we're like yeah. spilling over on each other all the time. Yeah, so <laughs> this video was sent to me by my boy, Austin. Uh, I want to send a shout out to Austin, really good friend of mine. I used to work with him in, back in the days, and he loves sending me videos, clips, and mm -hmm. all kinds of things. A uh, really good guy that I definitely want to get on the show. Is Unfortunately, this a personal video? Okay. Uh, no, it's or not a personal video. It. It's a video he okay. found. Okay. One that I have never seen until he sent it to me. Okay. Um, I want to get this guy on the show. Uh, he's really into the paranormal, just like us. Mm -hmm. Has a lot of stories and, and, and so on. So, uh, But, yeah, I, I didn't send this video to you like I did with that other one uh, for the JFK. Mm -hmm. uh, because I, I would rather get a more genuine reaction from mm -hmm. you guys mm -hmm. than... Then you seeing something that you've already had a chance to study. Right. You know what I mean? So let me put this. Can you both see kind mm -hmm. of? Alrighty. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yeah. That Did you see that? that? Yep. So, definitely for, an apparition. Yeah. For, for sure. our listeners out there, what's on the video is it's, it looks like it's somebody's like front lawn or front doorway mm -hmm. uh, to a home or an apartment. Uh, it looks like it's a security video mm -hmm. um, because you can't hear any any sound, and it looks like what is an apparition walking out of the house through the door. And the dog turns and follows it. And the, the yes, creepiest. the dog Sorry. literally yeah. like sees what this thing is, turns its head and follows it as it's walking right. out. Really cool video. Yeah. And and we've talked about these types of things before. We yeah. were talking about it earlier. How mm -hmm. we love those videos that were. It involves animals because, like we said before, can you train an animal to react? Yes. It happens all the time. You know, if we had Flipper, Lassie, mm -hmm. Rin Tin Tin, yada, yada. But, I mean, a video like this, for somebody to go out of their way right. to train their dog to try and fool somebody. And and it not just that, but it isn't a camera phone. It isn't a handheld uh, video recorder. It's, it's a security. And uh, even then, tape. even like you said, there are like animals that you can train, whatnot, especially the movie animals. But they're usually like prompted, mm -hmm. and there's somebody Ab absolutely physically there. Yeah, there absolutely. No one physically there. Yeah. It, uh, for anybody. And the utility of like, why would you want a dog to just like randomly pretend like something is coming exactly? Out of the house? Like that's I mean, just weird. Yeah, it is what, weird. How is that useful? Even in how the age beneficial? where people fake videos all the time yeah. for laughs yeah. uh, uh, to get, you know, likes and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but this video just seems really genuine to yeah. me. You could see the look on the dog's face like, did I just see that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Where's that person going? I need to yeah. follow them. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like they're following their owner. Mm -hmm. You and know what I mean? And then like the... the blip or the little like there's a line there's like yeah a, you can yeah. see it's a constant huh? something yeah yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's and that's the yeah. other thing that can also be faked but it doesn't look like it is it 
because it isn't distorting the picture itself. It's distorting the space that it's entering mm -hmm. each time it's moving. Right, and the dog is reacting and to And the dog that. is reacting to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so that to me makes it more genuine yeah, and, and, and it gives it more credibility that, yeah. that the video could be real. Yeah. And like Raquel said earlier, you know, uh, when animals in, are working in movies and in shows, they're prompted. They hold right. a dog bone, a piece mm -hmm. of meat, whatever prop masters use yeah. to get these dogs to react, to get the cat to react and, and so right. on. There's nothing in this video. No, and it's a large span. That's yeah, exactly. That's the other thing. Yeah. It literally covers from the front door mm -hmm. all the way across probably about, I want to say, 10 to 15 feet. Yeah. yeah. Um. So whatever was caught on this video... I thought it was awesome. Yeah, really cool. And I thought it was really cool. Thank you, Austin. We really appreciate you yes. sharing this video with us and uh, and uh, getting involved. And like I said, man, I want to have Austin on the show. Like I uh, uh, have planned for a few other people who really want to, you know, get involved in and doing you know remote phone calls with us yeah, and stuff like that to cool. to sure. share their stories and whatnot. But today, folks, we got a very interesting podcast. Yeah. We are gonna kind of deviate away from the extreme paranormal that we've been talking about lately, like Ouija boards and seances and, <laughs> and so on. Uh, and the life after death topic that we just finished discussing. And we're going to get into something just a little bit more fun. Yeah. It is still going to be paranormal in nature. And what it is, is uh, when I last podcast, I said, I already knew what I was going to have these ladies doing. What it is, is I told them to come up with a top five list of movies that they either loved as a kid Growing up watching horror movies that are either their favorite movies or pertain to based on actual events or true stories. Right. I got an interesting one for you guys that I'm not sure you guys are going to know anything about. You probably heard of it. It's not so much paranormal, but when I get into it, it's going to throw you guys off. Okay. And then, of course... The ladies here know that I'm a huge movie nerd, so I'm yeah. sure they probably expected I was going to come out with some movies that were going to be like, yeah, yeah okay, I, I didn't think of that, or I didn't, right. I didn't think this or that, you know, <laughs> right. yeah, because I'm just a big nerd, you know. <laughs> but like I said before, I'm okay with that. Yeah, uh, so, okay. who wants to kick it off first today? Raquel, Juanita, flip a coin. You guys tell me. Go ahead. Ra okay. So my first one is. Barbarella and the Killer Dolls. I oh my love gosh! That. Yeah. Okay, so this love that movie. movie, yeah, I, I mean, it was in 1968 yeah. when it was first made, but I remember watching it. My dad was a huge Jane Fonda fan, yeah, mm -hmm. and I remember watching it. I must have been like, gosh, four, or five years old, mm -hmm. and it was just so freaky to me because the dolls were biting people yes. and they were trying to kill people. And I know it garners more on the sci-fi, yeah, part of it, but you know, it's got the horror aspect to it also. Yeah. So to me, it was just like, like mind blown. Like the, there's these dolls and they're going to come back to life. Of course, yeah, I'm a little girl and I have dolls. So I'm like, oh my God, that's yeah. going to happen to me. You know, the, my dolls are going to come to life. But yeah. I thought that that was the coolest. Yeah. I mean, even to this day, I still watch and, it. And, and who's not it. afraid of dolls? Right. I exactly. mean, I'm sorry. Yes. Even the toughest, toughest of people, right? you know, walking around the room at night they're and they freaky. see a doll. It, the first thing that comes into your head is yeah. Chucky. You know, killer yeah. dolls. Yeah. You know, talking Tina. Talking Tina. Yeah. My, my, my assistant, and I won't say her name, definitely afraid of dolls. I went to a thrift store one time, and um, me and Hondo were, you know, looking at stuff, and I found this doll head had no eyes, and I'm like, dude, 
I'm going to take it to her house. And then he's like, what are you going to do? Yeah. I says, I'm going to put it on the front door. Well, instead, her truck was open, so I put it on the dashboard of her truck. Oh, I know. And oh. then I made her brother videotape it when she went in there. So, yeah, dolls are super Dolls freaky. are creepy, yeah. and movies yeah. have not helped no, in they any haven't. way. They haven't. All righty, so that's your number five? That's, um... Or your do you want one. me to go through all of them? Yeah, go through okay. the whole list. Let's that's do no, this. That's number one. That's number one. Okay. All right. That's number one. Number two is, of course, Amityville Horror. Yeah. Yes. You know, yes. and great movie. Great movie. That's and and the facts behind it are like super cool oh, yeah. to me because I'm I, I'm a factual person. I mm -hmm. love the fact part about it, and to know that Ronda Fail is still alive. Yes. To this day, it's it's I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of cool that he's still alive. St saying the same story yeah. of yeah. what actually happened. Yes. His story hasn't deviated no, from it hasn't. And, the and, first one. And denying everything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And for anybody who doesn't know anything about Amityville Horror, who has watched the movie but don't know the backstory, uh, it's based on a family uh, called the DeFeo family. They did have ties to New York mobsters. Yes. And to this day, they are not able to completely prove that the son killed everybody. Mm -hmm. But they have never proved that he didn't. Mm -hmm. Correct. A lot of people have said that it was a mob hit. Mm. Very possible and very plausible. But who knows? Mm -hmm. And then the movie itself was actually based on that family and, mm -hmm. and those murders. Um, but unfortunately for the Amityville Horror movie itself, it has also come to light recently in the last few years that they lied about a majority of the because stuff that happened. in debt. They were in debt. They were in debt. So they said that they they lied about a lot of it. Yeah. Um. But people have lived in it afterwards. Yeah. And there were smells coming yeah. from certain rooms. And they had a priest come by and the priest actually told them, do not sleep in this room and do not, like, don't do anything in this room. Try to stay away from this room yeah. as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess because there was just so much you know, hype around the house. They even changed the address on it. Oh, because, really? Yeah, it was that much of a of a nuisance in the community and in, you know, yeah. in the, it's in Rhode Island. Yeah, so, it's in Rhode know, Island. Yeah. And, and well, it's and then a, that was the case um, that Ed and Lorraine Warren had. Yes, that's the case well, that right? Ed and Lorraine, mm -hmm. which is a very controversial, right. controversial okay. issue mm -hmm. because because after they were able to prove that a lot of what happened didn't actually happen to the Lutz family, um, they that came into question whether or not Ed and Lorraine Warren were really... right. You know, the mediums and the spiritualists that they claim right. to be. The yeah. only thing that saves them is that all the other families that also live yeah. there experience the same thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, you can't, yes. can't deny that part. You, right? And you, you know? can't. And and one thing, I've because I've watched all the uh, documentaries mm -hmm. on the Amityville Horror, uh, one came out a few years ago where they actually talked to the, the uh, uh the uh, Let's's kids now wow. grown. I don't uh -huh. know if you've seen that one. No, I haven't. And they pretty much put through the parents under the bus. Of course, the yeah. dad is, and mom have since passed away. Right. Um, so it's hard for the dead to defend themselves, right? Right. But the oldest Lutz son and daughter uh, came out on this interview or this documentary and pretty much threw their parents under the bus about the book that they had, the book deal that they had with the, the mm -hmm. cop yeah. uh, slash private eye who helped them come who up with the him. idea. He said the private eye, I did read one of the books where he says, 
It was our brainchild. It was. This is what we were going to do. Yes. Yeah. And so it's, you know, it's been debunked, but what sticks in my head is what Raquel had said earlier. And this is something that I've seen on a lot of cop shows and a lot of, you know, uh, you know, the first 48 and whatnot, those type of, of cop shows. Uh, one thing is the truth is always going to be the truth. Right. You know what I mean? Everybody's story is going to be their own, but the truth will never change no matter what anybody says. And one thing about criminals is when they tell their first story, their first story of what they thought, the account of what they supposedly are accused of doing, the story changes a lot over a course of time because when they're lying about it, they don't always remember the facts exactly. So their right. stories continue to change. When somebody is innocent, and I'm not saying this is 100% true all the time, but for the most part, when they tell that story and they're telling the truth, they continue to give the same facts and the same story over and over and over again. And it never changes. They never deviate because it's the truth. Because that's, that's the reason really why they keep them in the interrogation room for hours at a time. Without, trying to break yeah, them. Yeah, just trying to break them. And, and the fact that the DeFeo son, who was accused of these murders after all these years, sticks to the same story and it hasn't yeah. changed, kind of makes you think. Did he really have a hand in this mm -hmm. or is he just that dedicated to his story? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, you know, he's never going to get out of prison. He's going to yeah. die in prison. He's going to die in prison. For sure. But he's always going to, you know, state that he did not commit those murders. Yeah. And that he was coerced in the, uh, the confession mm -hmm. and that the cops basically, like you said, kept him in the interrogation room mm -hmm. for a long enough time that it just... Became one of those things where he finally just confessed to something he didn't do, unfortunately. Yeah. And that does happen. Yeah. That does happen. Yeah. That's a good one. Okay. Great movie. Number three, The Right. The Right. Oh, man. I love that. Okay. Love, with Anthony Hopkins. Yes. Yes. So, love that movie. So, Father Gary Thomas, he he's a real yeah, person. He's a real person. Yeah. yeah. And he studied. He's one of, like, only 40 priests who are actually given the right of exorcism. Yes. He studied and did everything he needed to do. And like, for me, being a, what we consider a cradle Catholic, um, having gone through so much doctrine and whatnot, I've always really, really, really been fascinated by the fact that our priests are able to go and do exorcisms. Yes. And, mm -hmm. you know, the fact that there's a whole like file and room at the Vatican and you have to have, you know, a certain type of degree, a certain type of, of, you know, permission to go and actually do this. Not just anybody can do it. And like, he was, he was a per pretty big badass. That's a great yeah. movie. Very was, good movie. It, it was really good. And for me, that was like, wow. Like the, I mean, cause it doesn't, for me, get any more real than an actual exorcism that yes. an actual priest has been given permission to do. Right. Yes. So that was that was number three. Number four, American Haunting. Oh, yeah. That's a good movie. That's a good movie. I, I like American Haunting, and I liked it because of the storyline, because it, it goes along so much with what we talked before about how there's always some kind of family secret, and that's why, oh, yeah. you know. Definitely. Yes. The hauntings and the poltergeists yes. and, you know, the evil is actually able to come in. Able to manifest itself. Yeah. yeah. And then the fact that, you know, I mean, it, it's it's based on actual events yeah. that happened in the 1800s. Yep. And the, the 
you know, ghost entity actually pushes him around. Like it was documented. Mm -hmm. He actually like threw them up against walls. And I, I always thought that was really cool. Yeah. And ghosts and can actually do that. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, and the That's house really cool. that they moved into yeah. had a lot of story behind it. Yeah. Um, it was uh, a house that was at one time they used it to store dead bodies. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, in the during the course of that movie, because there's actually a, a, a few other movies uh, based on that story, mm -hmm. um, uh, they said that a lot of it had to do with um, the amount of people that died in that mm -hmm. house. Right, didn't help the situation. Yeah, it didn't. It's from what all the documentaries and what the storyline said. Like you didn't you like the fact that there was something going on with the family. One thing, but. The story behind the house, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Put those two things together, that's yeah, that's even worse. So this one, okay, not an action movie. And it's not actually like <laughs> based along like horror per se, but okay. American Horror Story Hotel. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Yes. So hey, you're gonna surprise me with a lot of stuff here because Oh. I've never watched American Horror Story except American Horror Story 1984. Okay. And it was only because it had to do with slashers yeah. and stuff, so I watched it. I just okay. can't get into that. This one is based on the Cecil Hotel. So ultimate, oh, really? ultimate, yes. ultimate for me. Oh, so you're ultimate. Tugging, you're tugging on my heartstrings okay. now. Look, look, I'm, look. I've been to the Cecil Hotel. It's look, so good. Okay, so have I. So right now I'm getting chills, and not because I'm scared. I'm getting chills because I'm so freaking excited because I absolutely love <laughs> L.A. I love everything about L.A. because it's so seedy. It's so dark. It's You know that it's super haunted. You know that there's been a million deaths everywhere. And, I mean, from the La Bianca house, too. I mean, I've been to, like, so many different places, thanks yeah. to one of my good yeah. buddies who took me to all these different places. I mean, we mapped it out. And we went, you know, we started at the Omen house. We just, we went everywhere. And I'm like, no, there's no better place than L.A. So when... American Horror Story came out with the hotel version. Um, there was a young lady. Her name was Elisa Lam. Elisa Lam. Okay. I love that story. So I know Lisa, that story backwards okay, and forwards. Exactly. And I, so that's why, to oh, me, God, it's kind of so based interesting. on the same, the same storyline. So, you know, although American Horror Story, it, it's, it's yeah, it's scripted. Well, it's it's scripted, yeah. Like, but yeah. there's so much behind it. Like, yeah. like you know, even with, you know, all the serial killers yeah. that actually oh, yeah. lived in the Cecil Hotel. That made Richard it their Romero home. stayed there. Yes. Uh, 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 you know? The Black Dahlia was staying there. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. It, to me, like, that's the one episode of yeah. American Horror Story that really ties into the supernatural, that really has some factual stuff to yeah. it. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, with the Elisa Lam story yeah. like, well actually you know, all of the american horror story series uh, every um what's it called season yeah has some it's based in some factual events yeah, yeah. characters and or on top events. of the fact that they actually did make a movie about well loosely based on mm -hmm. uh what happened at the cecil hotel and the elisa lamb situation not even knowing that they were making a movie about it it's called black water which I don't oh know if you guys God, ever heard yes. about it. I haven't. That heard Jennifer was, Connelly? Yes. That's a cool movie. That movie was actually made, I wouldn't say based on the story of Elisa Lam, uh -huh. but it's it, if they could have made a movie about the Elisa Lam situation, mm -hmm. that would have been it. Yeah. But they made that movie before it actually happened. Yeah. Wow. 
That movie actually came out literally just right before the Elisa Lamb thing actually happened. And it's about this hotel that the people are living in. Mm -hmm. And black water is what's coming out of these faucets and it turns out that yeah there was somebody dead there mm-hmm. that's crazy and yeah I, and i've never and, even heard of that movie i'm gonna have to look yeah and look it's it, a yeah. remake it's it's a remake because yeah the original uh-huh. is japanese and yeah the original is japanese but they're both okay. called black water yeah but mm-hmm. they're called yeah exactly but wow. what is even more interesting about the elisa lamb story and only because i love that story so much and mm-hmm. i just find it to be one of the most unique stories uh paranormal stories ever because of the whole situation where the elevator the elevator you know and and her walking out of the elevator and looking around the corner making that weird movement with her hands it looks almost unnatural yeah um and then in uh asian culture uh especially in japan yeah uh and the fact that to them elevators are not so much paranormal but there's they don't consider elevators to be a good thing. Yeah. They don't have a 13 or no thir- number 13 over there to them isn't bad luck. Over there I think it's like the fourth floor. Mm-hmm. That to them is bad luck. So, you know, and you that get is this one of the floors that's part of the game. Exactly, the because there's a whole game that they play where you go up to these different floors and then when you finally get to the uh, the final floor, something comes out mm-hmm. or something tries to get there's you. There's a woman yeah that gets on the elevator and you're not supposed to look at her yes and a lot of people obviously everything's theory of course and a lot of people say that the elisa lamb situation was that that she She was was playing that elevator game and that's how she ended up coming to be uh uh, you know found dead i didn't know that but even more curious than that is the fact that she was found in the the water tank on the roof of the hotel Mm -hmm. And it was completely locked, so she obviously couldn't have put herself in there. Mm-mm. There was only one person in the entire building who had keys to that. Yeah. But they can't place him there mm-hmm. at the time of her murder. Yeah, because he had a com- complete he, alibi. He had a, a, a 100% solid alibi. Yeah. Witnesses saw him yeah. as a part of his alibi. Mm-hmm. But he was the only one with keys to be able to open that lid for her to be put in there. So that whole story in general is just, yeah, it's just creepy, yeah. you know, and as for American Horror Story, the first season just threw me off. It couldn't get my attention long enough for me to continue. So I never watched any of the other ones. I really? totally understand that because I started with Hotel. My, uh, my good buddy that I would ghost hunt with, he's like, you've never watched American Horror Story? I'm like, no, it, it seems too Hollywoodish. He's like, okay, well, just watch this. So he played me the first two episodes of Hotel, and I'm like, oh, my God. I even went home, and I told Hondo, I know you don't like horror movies, but we have to watch this. And he is like, oh, my God, obsessed with it. And Plus, Lady Gaga looks phenomenal. Is that that the season with Lady Gaga? Yeah. Okay. So this has everything that we like in movies, Hondo and I, because it's got, you know, the the whole storyline of being in LA and it being seedy and, and and crazy. And then it's got, you know, vampires, vampires and, and Lady Gaga. Yeah. Great. But you see all of the different places also in LA, like the Cecil hotel, uh, for the Hollywood forever, you know, cemetery, you see all the places that are, you know, my only question is you will sell me. Hotel. If you tell me Dodger stadium comes out. Well, Dodger Stadium doesn't, but, um, <laughs> um, is it called Elysian Park? Elysian Park? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Elysian Park comes out. 
Okay. Elysian yeah. Park comes out, and you're on top of the, the whole canyon looking down okay. where the Rose Bowl is yeah. and stuff like that. It's, so it's in the area. <laughs> right? It's Anything in that area. involves the Dodgers, it's especially in LA. I'm sold. It could be the right? worst storyline well, in history, but if Dodger Stadium comes out, yeah. I will watch it. Yeah, it takes place in LA. And that's uh, awesome list, Raquel. Really great movies. I've seen them all, except for the seats, uh, hotel one, the, yeah. the American Horror Story. Like I said before, I've seen American Horror Story 1984. I believe that was the last season yeah, that came out. That was the last one. And a lot of that had to do with the fact that I love slasher movies so much, right. and that's what that's about. That's and it involved Richard Ramirez. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to see it. Yeah. It was kind of weird and cheesy at some point. It was cheesy, very 80s. Very 80s. Yeah. yeah. But it was cool. But it was cool. I love <laughs> the whole slasher thing. Yeah. I love the whole fact that they were able to come back from the dead and still be able to yeah. participate with the living yeah. you know what i mean yeah. yeah and they showed richard ramirez not, and i love the backstory on him yeah like i know why he i know became and and, and, and it's cool because uh it isn't 100 percent facts based on richard ramirez and and how he became to be um a lot of the stuff was scripted mm. but the ending on what happens to him in the yes. show is 100% true on how he got caught in the end. He actually yes. got caught by the neighborhood people yeah, in L.A. who beat him up, beat him held up, down, held him down, the called the police. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that that was interesting. Yeah. But it, that was a pretty good uh, uh, season. So yeah. based on that, I do want to get into the American Horror Story. Mm. I've been suggested that there's certain ones that are better than others. To me, Hotel's the best one. Um, but if you watch it, uh, make sure there's no children with you. Because okay. like I said, there's a lot of, like, this this particular season has everything involved yes, in it. Yes, this one is very dark, very seedy. There's a lot of drug use. There's a lot uh, of, like, just... It's yeah. like soft which, porn. Which it's makes, soft porn, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Which <laughs> makes sense uh, uh, in the sense of the Cecil Hotel. Because the Cecil Hotel, up until recently, they've mm -hmm. renovated it. They've kicked a lot of... People out of there who made it a bad place to stay. Yeah. Uh, but way back in the days, especially the 80s and on, and or the 80s and back, that's all it was known for. No, it, it was, was a seedy hotel yeah. full of drug addicts, prostitutes. Yeah. I've never, never stayed there. Well, oh, it became I've just the, been there. It became, I believe, the it was in the, on something. the in on um the the in on Maine. Yes. And then after it was the in on Maine. It shut down. So it's been shut down for a good, like, year and a half, maybe two years. Mm. Um, and now there's plans to make them into condos. Mm, okay. Yeah. I missed my chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I've, I've never stayed there. Don't you uh, really could have walked around. And but, yeah, the I've, I've been there. And stuff. Yeah. Uh, I want to go on a tour with you and your friend. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I want to go inside it. the yeah. Cecil Hotel. I've never been inside, but I do want to go inside. I think that would be awesome and cool. Yeah. All right. Next. All right, I'm up. Okay, so I have um, I got I sent you guys my list, but yeah, um, you did. Yes. But then, okay, so I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. She readjusted. I, okay. You know what? I had to. Yeah. Okay. So um, because there's so many. Like five is so limiting because yeah, it is. I could go on and on and on. We unfortunately have but so much time, time to record the show. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, so I'm gonna make some adjustments right now as I'm as I'm going That's through it. So I'm gonna start from from five, and then mm -hmm. I'm gonna work my way up. So originally I had um well I'm gonna okay, can I do six? No, no, I'll do five. No, I'll do six. Right. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. So um, You don't have a story. So 
Oh, there, thank there you go. Okay. There you go. Thank you for <laughs> okay, so Perfect. my top six. No, and, and you don't have to whisper next time, Raquel. Throw her under the bus. <laughs> she does not have a story for you folks today. Shame on her. Shame on you. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. But I have six movies. You got six today. movies. Okay. Okay, so number six The Shining. Yes. Oh, the of Shining. Course. I of love. Course. Okay, so Stephen I mean, King. Uh-huh. Come on. Oh, my God. He's just amazing. And then um, Stanley Kubrick directed yes. it. So. Oh, Two of the greats. Yes, and then yeah. Jack Nicholson in yeah. this movie is just amazing. He sold it. Yeah. Um, Shelley Duvall, and then just learning after the fact of like the the torture that she went through playing mm-hmm. the role. Oh and yeah. How badly she was treated, and like all the aftermath of, of yeah. being she was in that movie. Unfortunately, typecast because yeah. of that movie. Yeah. Uh, after that. Like, yeah, that's all she. Like, that's all she, she went did. from being. And she was treated so badly yeah. on set. It, it's it's crazy because she was in two really big movies in Hollywood, which was Robin Williams' Popeye, Popeye and and then The Shining. Yeah, and then you really couldn't find her after that. No, mm-hmm. no, yeah, and it was not a good story for her after that. But yeah. so definitely The Shining, um, just the whole Danny Torrance and then yeah. his his abilities and um and the fact of like learning about The Shining just fascinated me so that was so that's yeah. my number six and i knew somebody was going to bring that one up <laughs> so that's the reason why i didn't add it to my list i wanted to but i said somebody's going to bring up the shiny yeah, that's a good one. okay and then my number five is the strangers oh mm-hmm. yeah go ahead okay so the strangers to me so um i do have to like uh, backtrack a little bit because ever since i've um so for me i love paranormal i love you know just like ghosts and demons and and all of that but for me the scariest thing is human nature yeah like i don't think there is absolutely is anything You've said that a few times yeah 150%. than what yeah. the human mind yes is capable I, I of completely agree and i feel like um movies that i saw as a child probably that i shouldn't have seen but i did see them mm-hmm. kind of just opened my eyes to that really early in life mm-hmm. and so yeah. um the strangers i was an adult already but i remember the strangers when it came out um i like i looked behind me like every, every time i got into my car and at the time i was living in um on my parents property um which is out in the, the middle of nowhere ranch? yeah yeah so just all the time every time i got into my car anytime i was alone i was always like you know checking the back seat looking mm. behind some movies me. can do that to you yeah um, and that true. it did that for like yes. weeks i was just like so it was very unsettling um mm-hmm. okay so then number four nightmare on elm street just because johnny depp Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then, like, just the thought that you could be brutally murdered in your sleep. It's funny how some people don't realize that that's based on event. Yes. Right. Yeah. You know, yes. They they don't believe that that's like an actual like horror movie that's based on anything. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It's so crazy. And then, um, then the little rhyme. One, two, Freddy's coming. Yes. Yeah. Just so awesome. Awesome. Just so like magic. Um. Okay. Number three is the Omen. Mm. yes and just because kids i'm a teacher i teach yeah. fourth grade <laughs> so like i know kids can be yes. scary kids are creepy so creepy so and creepy. like then you <laughs> add in that this one is possessed and he's like the second coming yeah. of satan and, yep. oh Antichrist. it's just yes yeah magic so um uh, number two, Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. Oh man, such a great movie. Oh my yeah. god, classic. Yes, great movie. That movie again, very controversial because of what happens in the movie. Mm. Now, it doesn't necessarily pertain to the mother being murdered, right? 
But a lot of people associate that and the Sharon Tate thing and oh, what yeah. happened to her. Yeah. Yes, yeah, because of it. Yeah, well, okay, so yes, because Roman Polanski, Roman Polanski. directed it. Um, it's just, to me, it's like, it's one of the most beautiful movies, like, ever. Mm-hmm. Right? Just like Mia Farrow is so angelic in this movie. and then I um, love Mia Farrow. Um, what's his name? John Cassavet is just so handsome. And then just the story and then just the, like, that. There's, it's just so beautiful in New York and that apartment building is so like, you know, just, they're just like, oh, how'd they get so lucky to get this awesome apartment? Yes. The freaky little like weird couple that lives like next door. Yes. Just so much. It's just so like, to me, it was just so and, beautiful. And in a lot of ways, that's what makes that movie so creepy is that it, it, it it's a horror story that isn't represented as a horror story. Right. Yeah. It's represented as everyday life and yes. like Juanita said all the different variables that you're looking at and you're like oh my god absolutely so cool. oh wow look at that yes. yeah 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 just it's so pretty to look at yeah. and then but meanwhile like all this is going on and you're seeing it unfold yes. and like just like you're so in Mia Farrow's like position like where you can see everything that's happening to her and nobody wants to believe it yeah, yeah. and nobody will believe her nobody yeah. believes her yeah and that's just so frustrating but yeah that's definitely um my one of my favorites and then okay so here's my number one my my this is the one that did it for me guys when a stranger calls mm-hmm. oh god i've seen that movie a thousand <laughs> times that one love is that fun. movie that is a great movie that is great the movie, movie that i remember watching it um and i could i had to sleep between my parents for like in their bed for a week mm-hmm. and then like for the rest of the month i slept on a little couch at the edge of their bed because, like, again, it's just, it, it wasn't a ghost. It wasn't a goblin. It wasn't, it was like. something real. It, it was something that yeah, is real. Yeah, and it actually like, happened. Yeah, and, so, yes. like, yeah. the age that I saw it, like, I was little. And I just remember, like, that, just realizing that 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 a person could do that. You know, yeah. that because they, they, they think they murdered their kids, right? Yeah. You know, so, like, that was, like, <gasps> that was what like really the just. The human mind. Yes, and so, and that's why, like, that's nothing my, scarier than the human mind. No, yeah. and that's my favorite. Like, the psychological thrillers are my favorite. Wow. Yes. Horror genre, like that, be all and great all. movies. Yeah. So, yes. So I'm so happy to know that somebody else slept with their parents. My dad <laughs> used to get so mad at me because I loved watching scary movies, yes. and he would tell me, "You're gonna have to sleep in your own bed. You're gonna have to sleep in your own bed." And my mom got so mad at me one night that she put stuff because I would sleep on the floor next to her bed. She put boxes on the side. <laughs> so I'm like, "Oh, I'll teach her." I went right. To, I went to my dad's side. Right. <laughs> Went to sleep all nice and comfy and cozy, right? Well, nothing is even scarier than going to bed on the side of your parents' bed because you're scared than being woken up at 6 a.m. by a naked dad stepping on you because he doesn't realize that you're standing oh, there. No. You're laying there. <laughs> so, that is creepy. To this day, I that always tell him that story, and he's Perfect. like, you shouldn't have been watching those scary movies, so I thought I was the only one to do with my parents. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See... In that aspect, my story is probably a little bit different. I never wanted to sleep with my parents because I was scared. <laughs> my mom actually thought there was something wrong with me. Like, it's 1 o'clock in the morning. What are you doing? Why still are you still watching, watching movies? Movies? <laughs> And to this day, I am still like that. Yeah. Like, it's just crazy. But going back to well, one of your movies, uh, I have such a hard time with it. Okay. The movie The Strangers. Okay. Because I'm not going to say it was a bad movie. <laughs> It was just a very frustrating movie for me oh, because okay. in that movie, they had 
every opportunity to resolve their situation and they didn't. They there was even a part where the guy had the shotgun in his hand. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And he still lets himself get killed. How how do you do that? <laughs> Pull the trigger. Come on, man. Like again, just like the commercial. Why can't we get in the running car? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that, that that movie to this day just boggles my mind. It's just a frustrating <laughs> movie for me. Because it's a well-made movie. Yeah. yeah. Very well-made movie. Mm-hmm. And it's actually based on actual events. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Somebody really did break in and torture a family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they were home. That <sighs> yes. line. And, that's the one. That, that's the thing. That's yeah. what gets me. It's yeah. like, yeah. why are you doing this to us? It's because you were it's home. You because were you were home. home. Because yeah. we like can't. There's, basically, it's, there is no rhyme. There is no reason. Yeah. There's nothing you my, can do to prevent My parents it. loved me. I didn't have a bad... Childhood, yeah. I was uh-huh. absolutely loved. I'm killing you because I can't. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's scary. That yeah. is scary. Yeah. That, that is scary. Like I said, that yeah. kind of stuff is the. I'm stuff not gonna that say you can't prevent it. Yeah. You yeah. can't stop I'm, it. You can't like. Uh, I'm not gonna say and and that it's okay when somebody who has issues goes around committing murders, right? Because they were abused, right? But I kind of get a little insight into it. Based on the fact that they were abused, maybe mm-hmm. molested, raped, whatever it may right. be. But when somebody's just like, I'm doing this because I, I, I'm, to me, this is just fun. Yeah. yeah. That's scary. Yeah. That is scary. That is scary. And scary. I think that as human beings, you know? like the human condition, like, we want to connect to somebody. Like, like when Ted somebody, Bundy. Something awful happens. You know? yeah. yeah. Really good example. That guy, they had a good upbringing. His family had yes. money. His parents loved him. He was going to be a lawyer. Like this guy had a very exciting and bright future ahead right. of him. Women loved him because they said he was really handsome. Yeah. Very charismatic. You know, very yeah. charismatic. Mm-hmm. He killed women because he just enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And that's scary. Not because like Richard Ramirez where his yes. childhood was. He, he had a right. very unfortunate yeah. abusive childhood. Right. You so know, right. which like I said, doesn't give them the right to do that to people. Yeah. But it gives you like. It, it, it kind of tugs on your heartstrings a little yeah. bit. Like, we want to know, you know, why are you doing this? That's always yeah. the question is why, you know? That's and always going to be the question, have, yeah. Oh, well, that's that. That's why. You yeah. Know? But, like, with these kids, there was no reason yeah. there was why. No, right? There was no reason why. They, they wanted were just... to inflict pain yes. on somebody Yes, and that's just unfortunate and sad that that stuff yeah. happens. Yeah, and, um, like, the reason I like the movie, I think, is because, like, because you, because we can all say hindsight, oh, I wouldn't do that, or I wouldn't, and you probably would. Your survival instinct is pretty good, but I think the, like, I don't think most people would really know, like, what to do no, with that no, situation. No, you're absolutely I right. I think you're just, like... You know, I like always so see things surprised. from the other side of the coin yeah. because of how my mind works. Yeah. Um, maybe that I've had to be a survivor my whole life yeah. and a lot of situations mm-hmm. has caused me to think the way I do. Mm-hmm. And I question why somebody would not act on right. something. Yeah. yeah. But it's true. I mean, there's a lot of people who they've never had to pull the trigger. Yeah. They've never had to defend themselves so building up that you know and like the and like it's always been said and it's very true there's the people who do and the people who do not right well i'm a strong believer in that also but i'll be honest with you as rough tough and tumble as i am there's times where i get a little bit like oh crap why didn't i do something about that you know like you know why didn't like with mr uh, teofilo and 
San Juan Capistrano. How come I didn't talk to him and ask him questions? That's true. <laughs> you, know? you know what? Right. Like, I, I think, think also it's part of it is just like you're just like so taken aback. Like you're yeah. just like, is this really happening? Yeah. I think it and just takes a moment to process, and yeah. that could be the moment between life and death. I mean, a- absolutely. In that no, you're you're absolutely correct. It was just correct. an opportunity. You're absolutely you know, correct. What you missed, but yeah. there's a thing. I don't remember the exact wording of it, but it's something along the lines of the fireman scenario, like the fireman mm-hmm. uh, thing, where what makes a person want to run into a fire mm-hmm. right yeah not anybody's gonna do that right some no. people are gonna just live with the fact that they couldn't save somebody mm-hmm. yeah just That's so right. that they also wouldn't perish in that fire and mm-hmm. a fireman doesn't think twice he just runs into just that fire. Into building, yeah. You know what I mean? And that's he's basically for that moment. Yeah, and that's basically what we're trying to say. There's those people who are willing to run into the fire mm. and there's those people who won't. And and that's where my Yeah. You know, it kind of goes askew for me mm-hmm. because yeah, that movie particularly, yeah. It frustrates me because if you put me in that situation, I'm not a tough guy, I'm not a badass, I'm I'm not nothing anywhere mm-hmm. near that. I just know. That if somebody's trying to harm me, my wife, my friend, my kids, I'm blowing your head off. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I am not going to yeah. allow you to dictate how my life is going to be led. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you who I am. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, and I think just the fact that they kept toying with them. Like, it wasn't yes. just like, you know, it was just cruel. It yes. was just a cruel, yeah. cruel yeah. thing yeah. that they did. Those, with it. those movies are extremely creepy. Yeah. You know, and then be done with it. Yeah. M- movies they like that. played with um, them for so like Psycho, like all night long. You know, uh, uh, another one, another good one is uh, uh, one of my favorite not so much a horror movie, but uh-huh. kind of psychological thriller. Fear with Mark yeah. Wahlberg. Yes, yeah. that's a, oh, that very one. psychological. That close to be because yeah. it's the whole boyfriend girlfriend. Yeah. I love you, and I only do this because I love you. And, and like Juanita yeah. said, with Rosemary's Baby, it's so hard when people don't believe yes, you, and you're like, on? no, yeah. this is actually happening, and nobody believes you. Yes. Yeah. So same thing. Yeah. With that and, movie. I mean that. Oh, that's yes. where I fell in love with Mark Wahlberg as an actor. Yeah. He was really young at that time. Yes. Uh, Reese Witherspoon really young at the time. Yeah. Um, and she was also really very. Well, I'm not gonna say anything. My wife's gonna beat me up. She's still very beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, it just that's what it reminds me of. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Those yes. psychological thrillers. You know, like I said, Psycho, where mm-hmm. it that aspect where they it plays with your emotions it plays with your mind yeah you don't know what to believe you want to trust in people mm-hmm. but then they do something to make you not trust in them but then they beg your forgiveness yeah. and you want to be the nice person that like, is oh, willing to give them the second yeah, chance right, you know what i mean right, right, and yeah. and those situations become tough once they pull a knife out yeah <laughs> you know what i mean so it's it, it, yeah. that that's a good list that's a really good list, really good list. mine kind of teeters on that a little bit and i even share a movie com- in common with you mm-hmm. um but uh, I'm gonna start from number five. Okay. Um, so my number five isn't so much a horror movie. It's based around the paranormal, and it's not based on actual events. It is considered to be a cursed movie. Ooh. So it is uh, Twilight Zone the movie, 1983, the one with Dan Aykroyd. Yes. And, yeah. If, if people remember, if they're you know, old enough to remember this movie. Uh, Twilight Zone, the movie in 1983, uh, directed by uh, John Landis. A uh, lot of great actors. They had, uh, 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 what's the name uh, uh, from Ghostbusters? Dan Aykroyd, Dan Aykroyd. Uh, Vic Morrow. Um, uh, oh, I forgot the other guy's name. Anyways, 
So the reason why I, this is a part of my list is because it's always been a movie that fascinated me because of what happened. Mm-hmm. So there's a story in there where Vic Morrow uh, plays a guy who's in a bar, gets drunk, mm-hmm. causes problems, and he gets thrown out of the bar. Mm-hmm. When he gets thrown out of the bar, he gets thrown into the parking lot, but the parking lot all of a sudden becomes... Uh, 1941 world war two mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so now there's all these nazis around shooting guns at you know the americans and the french and and so on and so forth and at first he's like am i that drunk yeah <laughs> that i'm seeing nazis fighting right you know a war mm-hmm. they start to chase him down they think he's a jew mm-hmm. and because jews unfortunately were persecuted uh for being jewish during right. world war ii he tries to escape so he keeps jumping into these different scenarios. The next scenario, he jumps into, I think it's like the 1940s or 50s uh, Mississippi. And he's white, but in the episode, he's looked as as a black man. Mm-hmm. And they are looking to hang him for mm-hmm. being black. Mm-hmm. So he keeps jumping into these different situations. Well, the final situation that he jumps into, uh, he gets thrown into uh, Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's the uh, battle in Cambodia uh, that is happening. And they see him as the Viet Cong, which is the communist uh, North Vietnam. And so back in that, back at that time, California had come up with a law where if special effects and heavy machinery were being used, you couldn't use kids. Mm-hmm. Kids couldn't work pr- past a certain time. Okay. They couldn't work at night. They there was all these rules and regulations. Mm-hmm. So, what happened was they were going to shoot this scene where this helicopter catches flame and it crashes, mm-hmm. and Vic Morrow jumps out in the nick of time and he has these little kids that he's trying to save. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, going against the rules, and and John Landis to this day still takes complete responsibility for what happened. He found these kids paid the parents a lot of money to use these kids in this movie uh had them next to pyrotechnics with the helicopter when the helicopter comes crashing down they didn't move quick enough and it came down and crushed vic morrow and the two children and killed them instantly what yes uh that is considered to be one of the worst things that ever happened in hollywood um vic morrow who was a huge star at the time um was of course you know was was mourned uh the family sued uh, the the parents of the kids sued but because they broke the law and they allowed their children to be used there really was no merit for a lawsuit oh, wow. you know what i mean they could sue john landis personally mm-hmm. but they couldn't sue the company that was making or producing the movie yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. um and so like i said it's not so much a paranormal movie or something based on a true story it's a story that actually happened in the course of making that movie um for a long time they actually didn't show that part in the movie it wasn't until years later that they you know redid it put it on dvd Mm -hmm. and then that was included Mm -hmm. and so on and so forth but uh uh, john landis was almost ousted by the directing community uh, uh, community Mm -hmm. because of what happened especially because in the beginning he didn't necessarily take full responsibility for it Mm -hmm. Um, but he eventually did, 
and uh, he was, you know, forgiven in Hollywood. And mm-hmm. he went on to have a very successful career. Everybody knows, you know, John Landis has made a lot of really good movies, you know. But unfortunately, because of that, they consider it to be one of the most cursed movies in Hollywood. Oh. Yeah, it's a trick. I love that wow. movie. I own that movie. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, the Twilight Zone, the movie. More because of how the movie starts. It's uh, uh, with Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's in the car and they're driving around, they're, they're singing Midnight Special from Credence. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, you know, have you ever, you know, done this? That's scary. And then he turns the lights off and he's driving without the car, <laughs> without the lights on. <laughs> yeah. And Dan Aykroyd's like, turn the lights on, you're going to yeah. kill us. Yeah. And then Dan Aykroyd's like, you know what? You want to see something really scary? Yeah. And then he turns around, he's like this ghoul and, and yeah. whatnot, and he kills uh, uh, Albert Brooks. That's yeah, what I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah, Albert yeah. Brooks is the actor that comes out in the scene with him. That's um, a great movie, and I yes. have never heard that story. Yes, yeah, yeah you I've should look it up. That. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm going to. Um, there's actually a documentary on it on Netflix about uh, the most cursed movies in Hollywood. Okay, I'm gonna have to watch that. Yeah, be careful with my chewy. I know. <laughs> Sorry um, about your chewy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number five, once again, psychological thrillers. It's Wolf Creek. Ooh. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Wolf Creek. Okay. It's based on actual events. Okay. Uh, three people who go hiking in the Australian outback mm-hmm. uh, start to get hunted down by a guy mm. who is just playing these games with them, like like hunting them. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. But because they're in the outback, which is hundreds of miles from civilization, mm-hmm. he can have his free will with them any way he wants because there's no help out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Little by little, you know, and I should have said this from the beginning because anybody who's never seen any of these movies or shows, spoiler alert. <laughs> so, you know, he, he eventually, you know, starts to kill them one by one and, and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. But it's actually based on an actual event. Uh, a guy named Ivan uh, uh, McKay and a guy named uh, Bradley Murdoch, who were both convicted of murder first degree murder in australia for actually killing three american tourists that were out there backpacking in the in the uh wow. in the outback, the outback. Wow. and like you said them like animals? they hunted them like they were animals you know trip with that. and 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 like you said it's that mental human nature thing where why people feel that they're capable of doing something like mm-hmm. that to harm people yeah. if it's in defense of something mm-hmm. i totally get it but when you're doing it as a sport or yeah. you're doing it to just because like just because yeah you know and and the fact that this stuff actually really happens you know I've, I've been asked many times by people who find out that we have a paranormal group that does investigations mm-hmm. why would you go into a haunted house oh my god that's so crazy yeah and i always tell them the same thing other than the fact that i love it right i'm not afraid of a ghost mm-hmm. i really ain't yeah what i'm afraid of is the guy who lived next door to me yeah who I don't know, he has 10 bodies buried under his house. Exactly. Yeah. That's the guy I'm afraid of because that guy can kill me in real life. A ghost ain't. Exactly. Mm-hmm. In the movies, it can because it's scripted that way to sell tickets for people to go and watch the movie. Right. But in real life, most of our investigations have been quite boring. Right, yeah. We find and evidence if, after the fact. And if you get scared and you run into the street and then you get killed by a car, okay, well, it wasn't the ghost who killed you. It was, right. you know. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It was you running into the it's street. It's still not the ghost who's going to kill still not, you. Exactly. It would take an immense amount of energy for the ghost to even, yeah. like, touch us. And yes. I don't think that there's ever been... Um, a ghost who's killed somebody, or and even just like a not demon, that I know, yeah, really, like a not demon. that I know of. I mean, like the history of everybody. There's 
that I haven't and found anything. The only thing, uh, I can't come up with any specific ones. I would have to research them, mm -hmm. but, uh, I, I have researched exorcisms mm -hmm. and that is the only time that it's ever been documented that somebody who was supposedly possessed right. died during an exorcism. Right. Yeah. And it wasn't even necessarily the, the demon that killed them. Mm -mm. It was the they, process that they went through and they stopped breathing. through the exorcism. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause they can be very intense. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's to me, one of my favorite movies, the whole, it's all, it's all shot in the dark. You know, there's parts where the sun comes out and they're trying to survive mm -hmm. and yada, yada, but it just has a really creepy and, and like weird element about it. Yeah. And then the, the guys, you know, even though they're not like the hills have eyes, yeah, but they still have that redneck hillbilly yeah. element to mm -hmm. them. You know what I mean? And it's just a really good movie. One of my favorite movies I love to watch. Um, and, you know, of course, like I said, psychological thriller. Mm -hmm. uh, number three. This is a personal issue that I have. So my number three is Open Water, 2003. Oh <laughs> because I am so deathly afraid of the ocean and sharks. Mm. I have been since I saw Jaws for the first time. Really? Jaws made me afraid to go into the ocean because... If I'm on foot and somebody's chasing me, I can always run. Yeah. yeah. I'm in the ocean. I'm at the mercy of the ocean. Yeah. There's nothing I can do. I could be, you know, uh, uh, Michael Phelps, mm. one of the greatest swimmers in all of history. But if you're you in the middle of the ocean, right? I'm you sorry? Know, you know I'm a lifeguard, right? So we can yeah, go that's to right. the ocean and I'll make sure that you, you'll be fine. <laughs> You're like, no, yeah, it's not going to work. Not going to work. And if Jaws comes, and, then you're on your own. And the crazy thing is, is as much as I'm deathly afraid of sharks, mm -hmm. I still watch movies about sharks. And water and whatnot. Uh, yeah. Maybe because I know it's on the TV and I know it can't harm me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's, a, it's like a fascination. It's like a. It, it is. It's a so weird. So is it just ocean, Chris, or is it like lake? Is it no? Like yeah, because there's river? no sharks in lakes. Okay, it's sharks. I, yeah, sharks. So it's just sharks. Sharks so it's at just the end ocean. of the day is it. Got it. I mean, and not just sharks. Sharks. <laughs> but there's a lot of things That's in the ocean pool. that can that can take you out. <laughs> and, and and then <laughs> and then uh, trying to wrap my mind around the idea that. Um, Oh, that was weird. That was extremely weird, but I didn't want to say anything until yeah, you said that. That's something. actually the second time that happened where, the, uh, where my microphone has turned off. Well, I heard everything turn off in my in my really? headset. Yeah. See, there you go, folks. We're already inviting then, the ghost yeah. to the show. Our guest speaker today, Mr. Ghost. <laughs> but that is actually based on actual events. It really oh, yeah. happened. There was two American tourists... Um, it's Tom and Eileen uh, <laughs> Longgrain, who uh, went on a scuba diving expedition uh, and were forgotten. Oh, my gosh. They just were forgotten. When the company who does the tours and takes people out scuba diving finally remembered, it was two days later. Oh, my gosh. So they finally go back to look for them. All they found was the life vests. <gasps> so now in the movie, the sharks kill them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, 
it's never been really determined that sharks actually killed the two people. Mm -hmm. They think they may have just drowned from having to float in the ocean for so long. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure sharks eventually got to them. Right. Some kind of marine life did. Something. Yeah. Um, so, but that's eventually, that's all they found was just her life vest. There was no scratch marks on it, no bite marks on it. So they can't, you know, yeah. definitively say it was, it was sharks. But the movie depicts it to be sharks. Yeah. And and because of the fact that I am so creeped out by sharks and their awesome power mm -hmm. and the fact that they get out swim me, that movie terrifies me. Yeah. It does. Jaws terrifies me. I I love I have such a love-hate relationship with Jaws <laughs> because it's one of the greatest movies ever made. It is so good. But uh yeah, just the the idea of sharks. I've never even watched an episode of Shark Week ever. Sharknado. Sharknado. <laughs> that's different though. That's different though. That's guy's funny. Guy. It's you CGI. Know, like, my son's also a lifeguard and he was on the swim team at CV. Well, his co-captain for the swim team, she came out in Sharknado. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I want to hear. I love all of them. I've seen yeah. them all. Just like the all the Tremor movies. Yeah. I love like Tremors. Um, matter of fact, Shrie uh, Shrieker Island, the one that just came out, I just saw it the other day for the second time. I love it. I've never seen that one. Really, it's it, it's a new one. It just came out. It's kind of the uh, the uh, uh, the swan song oh. for uh, Michael C. Gross, the guy who plays uh, the head uh, uh, tremor killer in, uh -huh. in in all the tremor movies. Yeah. Um. And and it's kind of funny to see Michael C. Gross in that position because he plays such a loving hippie dad. Hippie dad in, in uh, uh, Family Ties, uh, Family Ties yeah. with, with Michael Keaton. <laughs> oh, okay, and, that's and, what yeah. I was thinking. Michael yeah. Gross. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and now he's like this you know tremor yeah. killer and, and these other movies you know redneck almost yeah um but uh yeah it's it, th those movies just uh, i love sharknado and other tremors but but yeah open water is my number three okay number two and the movie that made me the man that i am today the exorcist yeah. mm -hmm. 1973 william peter blatty's the exorcist based on actual events a little boy in uh in uh baltimore who became the first open case of possession. Now, obviously, possession had been believed before this, right. but it was never documented to the depth mm -hmm. that they did with this 12-year-old little boy. And another cursed movie, correct? And another cursed Definitely. movie. Yes. Um, yeah. um, which that movie and, and the uh, Twilight Zone and Poltergeist, all considered to be extremely cursed movies where people have died in the course of either making the movie or over time oh, sure. who are yeah. attached to that movie. Um, but yeah, no, The Exorcist, uh, one of my favorite movies of all time. I have so many different stories about this, watching it. Um, number one, watching it when I was like five, six years old and, and what eventually brought me to be a horror movie guy. Mm -hmm. uh, and then there's the episode where when I was a little bit older, and disclaimer, kids, don't do this. Stay away from drugs. But I was with friends, and I was doing things I shouldn't have been doing, mm -hmm. and I got high on something. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And I remember going to my house, the Linda Flora house, mm -hmm. and my brother-in-law was watching The Exorcist. Oh, God. And because of the element that I was on at the time, mm -hmm. <laughs> a lot of shit. it became... One of the most graphic things I've ever seen in my life. At that point in time, because, oh, okay, yeah. It became a 3D movie. Wow. It was shooting out of the screen at oh me. My God. I freaked out so bad. It, it's, it's literally one of the reasons why I stopped doing 
everything that I that I did when I was young. Mm-hmm. I was not made to be that kind of person. Mm-hmm. It, it creeped me out. To this day, I yeah. think about that situation, Literally. and it's so vivid in my head how that looked, how it looked wow. to me at that moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So Sorry, I've gotten I've gotten to see The Exorcist from a lot of different interesting points of views. Yeah. Have you um, seen the? digitally remastered one yes Mm -hmm. yes the one where she's crawling on the ceiling and so i found that scarier than the first one it is a lot creepier (laughs) than the first one because the first one was very creepy uh one one thing i love about the movies made in the 80s and and back is the film quality that they used to make them in itself makes those movies creepy yeah Mm -hmm. Um, because once CGI came around and they started using different lenses, then it was things so, became yeah. more crisp and clear, and, and you could just see the fakeness it in it. It takes the magic away. Yeah. But the the digitally remastered one where she walks down the stairs backwards and yada yada. Yeah. That movie is still pretty creepy, and it's yeah. still really good. Uh, they did a great job uh, uh, great uh, redoing job. it. Yeah. Um, and it isn't just that one, but The Exorcist Three, mm-hmm. another. And and it's sad because usually part one and two are what make them make a three, four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. But part two, the the heretic seemed to yeah, be the really badly like made one. Yeah. one with Linda Blair. It didn't. It never really became what they wanted it to be. And usually part three is the one that falls off. Yeah, like completely. Yeah, like Halloween yeah. three. Yeah. And uh, uh, Fast and the Furious three, and yeah. mm-hmm. and just about any three. Mm-hmm. You know, it's usually a badly made movie or made by a different director, and they right. don't have the same vision. Yeah, and so it goes on. A completely. But different this way. one, yeah, is such a great movie. Oh yeah. my god, it was. It was a great movie. It's uh, George C. Scott plays a detective. I don't know if you guys ever seen part three. He yeah. plays a detective and he's investigating oh, yeah. who f- this guy who is claiming to be Father Karras, who yeah, is yeah, the yeah. priest that dies in part one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're saying there's no way that this is possible because he died. Right. Mm-hmm. But when they show him in the, uh, the uh, room, mm-hmm. the rubber room, I guess you could say, um, in the insane asylum, it's Father Karras, mm-hmm. and he's saying that he's still possessed, and he's starting to cause these things to happen mm-hmm. to not just the cop, but the cop's partner, his mm-hmm. family, and and so on and so forth. So, really well made movie, just as creepy as the original Exorcist. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like Dream Warriors too. That was a really good part three. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But- yeah. Everything Freddy Krueger's involved in is a really good part three. <laughs> but most people opinion, wouldn't think a part three would be so good. To me, part three was one of the best movies they made in the Nightmare franchise, yeah. to be honest with you. I, totally I love the Dream Warriors. I totally agree with you. Know you know what I mean? Plus, I was really into heavy metal at the time, and Dokken did the score for that movie. So, you know? Um, but yeah, Exorcist, love, 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 because it be it it helped mold me. You know what I mean, and I and I can thank my family for that because my aunts are into horror the way me and the rest of my cousins are. We became who we are because of them. If they hadn't have, you know, shown us those movies when we were kids, you know, uh, uh, The Exorcist, Amityville Horror, uh, The Entity, uh, which we talked about, mm-hmm. I believe last last time. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, even Night of the Demons. Uh, oh, uh, Night of the Demons. Yeah, Night of the Demons, one of my favorite movies. Yeah. We, One of my cousin's uh, daughters has a daughter, her name's Angie, and we always, hey, Angie, what you doing over there? <laughs> uh, you know, she, she hates that, but we do it anyways. Um, so, yeah, I absolutely love that movie. It's what we 
It was the building block for what we came to know as horror movies yeah, eventually. Yeah. Because they had plenty of horror movies. They just were not made that intensely scary. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, uh, along the same lines of George Romero would eventually define mm-hmm. what the zombie genre yeah. was. Because there was tons of zombie movies. But there was, like I was that. a teenage zombie. There was white zombie. Yeah, there was yeah. zombie which I've seen all those really cheesy, but they were more of the voodoo, you know, somebody's brainwashed right, type right, thing. Right, yeah. Uh, and George Romero created the brains and the, you know, the walkers and the creepers who went around eating flesh and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but you, I can go on for hours about George Romero. Yes, cause I love zombies, <laughs> but my number one, and okay. I'm going to talk about it anyways, even though Juanita already mentioned it because <laughs> It is my favorite horror franchise based on an actual event, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes. Freddy Krueger. Yeah. To me, him and Darth Vader go (laughs) toe-to-toe on who is the greatest villain of all time. Yeah. I have to give it to Darth Vader in the aspect that he can use the Force to kill Freddy. But then again, Freddy's dead, so how do you kill something that's already dead? Correct. You know? So I can go back and forth on that situation as well. Now, for a lot of people who don't know, uh, the franchise, of course, uh, based off of a character who comes to you in your dreams and kills you, mm-hmm. and his name's Freddy Krueger, uh, Robert England. I love Robert England. I love everything he's done. Um, my sister got to meet him. I didn't. I wish I would have pulled the trigger and went to that Comic-Con that she went mm-hmm. to, but I didn't, and I've regretted it every day since because I love Robert England. Mm-hmm. She's luckier than most. I saw him. I have never, ever met him. Yes. And uh, so it's based on actual event because the uh, gentleman who directed it got it off a news article that he read. Mm -hmm. So in Cambodia, they were having an issue with these. It started off with a a boy first, a single boy. Mm -hmm. And he was having this issue where he was having these horrible nightmares and he would relay them to his parents. And they would be like, oh, go to bed, you know, like typical parents, you know, that's what you get for being a bad kid, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you know, behave and, and, and so on. Um, he was afraid to go to sleep. He says that if he, he honestly felt if he was going to go to sleep, that he was going to die mm-hmm. in his sleep. His parents thought he was crazy. Mm-hmm. So they made him go to sleep. He eventually does. Never woke up again. Mm. That. Ended up going and affecting other people mm-hmm. in this little town. Uh, forgot the name of the town, um, but they ended up having, like I think it was like six or seven kids who mm-hmm. all experienced the same issue of having these horrible nightmares. Mm-hmm. And, of course, being an Asian culture, mm-hmm. they got freaked out with it because, right. yeah. you know, they, they believe in curses and passing on you know yeah, uh, yeah. things like that to your family members uh like bruce lee and his yeah. son a lot of people believe that yeah. that was a curse passed on from bruce lee to his son brandon yeah. um and so you know these other kids ended up dying too he read he reads this and then eventually turns it into the movie that we know today with you know johnny depp and robert england and, yeah. and so on of uh, uh somebody waiting for you to go to sleep and then murdering you in your sleep and you never get to wake up again, mm-hmm. you know, and going back to the, the song, you know, yeah. one, two, Freddie's coming for you. Three, part four. Is she's like, wake me up. And then she sets the alarm and then she, she brings him back in, but doesn't know she's brought him back in. But that was her whole like point was 
I'm going to bring him back into the real world so I can actually kill him. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah. you know, to yeah, think the, that the, that can go like both ways. And yes. what I really thought was interesting about the movie, outside of the fact that it was, you know, a really good slasher movie and, and yeah. Freddy quickly became one of my favorite of all time. It was in a long line of movies at that time in the early eighties where women were finally being recognized as the uh, protagonist, the heroine, yeah. mm -hmm. the yeah. the savior, right? Uh, you know, starting with uh, Jason mm -hmm. and uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. Alien. Oh mm. yeah, Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney yeah. Weaver. You know where men were always the tough guys with the gun at their hip, and the right. woman behind them with, you know, with the long blonde the hair. Damsel yeah. The, yeah, the damsel yeah. in distress and being saved, and this time. You know, now going into the 80s, it's women. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The shoes on the other foot, you know, the mm -hmm. Jamie Lee Curtises yeah. and, and so on, who are now taking over that role. And I'll be honest with you. I think women play those roles in horror movies as the as the protagonist, as the hero, way better than men do. I'd have to agree with you on that. I do. <laughs> yeah. I, you know. It's very true. I think a lot of it has to do with, number one, I mean, maybe not as much nowadays because things have changed a lot for women. Mm -hmm. Thank God for that. Mm -hmm. But back in those days, you didn't see a woman as a hero at all. True. She was always the damsel in distress. Mm -hmm. She was always the waiting for my man to come home. The one who needed to be saved. Yes. Well, just Instead look at what we were talking about with Rosemary's baby. Exactly. Like, nobody believed nobody her. Believed and then if you remember the scene where she went to her gynecologist yes. to say, like, here's what's going on with my body. Yeah. They called Absolutely. her husband. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, to say, hey, yeah, 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 sorry, my wife, she's just, you know, out yeah, of absolutely, today. yeah, you know, but and, yeah. and just like in that movie, uh, nobody seems to believe Nancy, who that's the character yes. in the movie, yeah, that this stuff is going on, even though in the background they know what they did as parents, they which know was the story, they, they yeah. knew the story, they like, knew they got so yeah. Fred Krueger, like, they knew no. that they killed him because it wasn't, I mean, in the reboot. They insinuated the, the, the sexual nature yeah, more right. than they did in the original. Yeah, right. But the whole idea was is that he was doing things to kids, and so they took him, they yeah. killed him, yeah. and now he's come back for yeah, his he vengeance. He was a pedophile, so they ended up killing yeah. him. You know, and, and, as, and he's coming back for their community. kids now yeah. because of the fact that he wants to get revenge and show the parents, you know, for, Either way, for, I'm gonna for get what you did to me. This, yeah. I'm going to get your kids. And, yeah. and he does. He goes mm -hmm. around killing all the kids. And, and, you know, and to me, just like I said, one of the greatest movies. I love the whole franchise. Yeah. I know there's some some cheesy ones in there. Um, like the one so where they had Roseanne Barr yeah. as one of the characters. <laughs> uh, at that point, though, it, Freddy Krueger had killed most of the town's kids and yada, yeah. yada. Mm -hmm. And nobody was having kids because they were afraid their kids were going to be the next victim and so on and so forth. Um, so, yeah, there was some cheesy ones in there. But, like I said, part one, great. People part don't like two, Freddy versus Jason either. I kind of like to I love Freddy versus Jason. Me too. I kind of like to lump that one into the whole, you know. So do I. I mean, yeah. it's it because even though they're from two different franchises, but they're still, they all have a commonality. Yeah. How many of us have thought of that in our head, horror fans? Like, who yeah. would win? Who would win? You yeah. know, yeah. Or, or like the Alien versus Predator movie. Yeah. yeah. I love Alien Those Predator uh, movies. Yeah. A, a Requiem. Yeah. It's, oh my God, that movie is so awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and and who doesn't like you said? Who doesn't like the idea of who would win? Yeah. Who would? Yeah. Win? Just like you said, between Darth Vader and yeah, Freddy and Freddy. Yeah. You know or what I mean? 
Godzilla and King Kong or just yeah. like it's just yeah. those those movies are great. So yeah. that's my list, folks. Awesome list. Yes, I, I think so. I think all of our lists are yeah, pretty I awesome. I think they're all and, great. You know, sorry for those movies out there that we didn't get a chance to put on our top list. Uh, these were personal movies to I us guess. that we like, but there's so many more movies out there, folks, that are that are out either on Netflix, on uh, on uh, you can watch them on YouTube, uh, you can watch them on Hulu. Yeah. You know, great horror movies that are out there that you guys should be checking out right now. Yeah. But uh, all right, so we're getting to my favorite part of the show, mm. the part where we get to tell our stories. Minus Juanita today. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but she got a sixth movie in. She so. did. She I did. did. She did. And technically, I kind of did too because I was did. talking about tons of franchises in part yeah. three exercise. So, <laughs> so I cheated a little bit. Um, so I want to go first. Okay. Uh, mine's a little short and sweet. Okay. But it pertains to what we're talking about. This is something that didn't happen at the Linda Flora house. This happened years before. But it is kind of tied into what we're talking about right now mm -hmm. okay so this happened when we used to live in some apartments anybody who's from the Coachella Valley who knows uh, apartment complexes out in Indio we lived in a place called Mega Vineyards big ups to my homeboys from Mega Vineyards <laughs> um, so I was about I want to say 12 maybe 13 years old my sisters who are three years younger than me had to have been like nine ten uh there was a time when we would get together as a family. Mm -hmm. uh, my cousins would come over and we'd all go. Everybody would come to my mom's house. Mm -hmm. We would rent movies. Uh, 99 Cent Video Club, Fiesta Video. If you guys yeah, remember those yeah, back, yeah. back in the days. Uh, uh, off Jackson Street. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we would rent scary movies. We would all get together, make popcorn, order pizza. You know, back when you could get pizzas for, you know, three or four dollars yeah. a piece. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, so my sisters were at the age where they wanted to answer the phone, be on the phone. They were starting to become pre-teens, mm -hmm. almost teenagers. Mm -hmm. So they had the habit of always trying to get the phone before everybody else, right? Mm -hmm. And so uh, my sisters, who are twins, yeah. uh, uh, Mary and Anna, or as I call them, and anybody who knows them calls them the Cuatas. <laughs> so <laughs> Cuata number one, the one that is technically older, uh, we're all watching the movie. We're all into it. And the phone rings, right? My sister boop, jumped up, got to that phone. Hello? I'm watching you through the window. Oh, no. My sister looked at the phone like it was the devil itself. And she threw that phone. All you could see was the dust like Speedy Gonzalez from where she was gone. My mom's like, what the heck's going on? What's up? Like, yeah. you know? Uh -huh. uh, get the phone. They already had hung up, mm -hmm. and she's crying. She's bawling her eyes out. Oh like, my gosh. it is just, I don't ever remember seeing my sister cry that much, you know? Um, and she's like, well, what happened? Like, you know, snap out of it before I snap you out of it. And she's like, oh, somebody <laughs> said that they told me that they could see me through the window. And my mom was like, what? And she's like, yeah, they told me that they could see me through the window. The thing is, where our apartments were, mm -hmm. we were on the second story. Oh, my God. And in front of us was what is now a soccer park, uh -huh. but back then was a desert between the, the boys' club and the McAveer's apartments. Uh -huh. That was all desert. Pitch dark black out there. Mm -hmm. You couldn't see out there, you know, unless you were using, like, night vision goggles or something, you mm -hmm. know? So 
if it was true, how could somebody be looking at her while they're on the phone? While they're on the phone, mm-hmm. and this is back in the days, there were no cell phones, cell phones. kids. Yeah. There were no laptops, there were no cell phones, there were no tablets. You couldn't communicate other than a landline and a rotary phone. It wasn't even cordless back then, no. right? Yeah. I, I mean, and if it was, we didn't have a cordless uh-huh. phone. We weren't, you know, we were Kmart people, not Target people. <laughs> <laughs> so, it just, to this day, it's just a huge question mark on that whole situation. Wow. Who was on the phone? Was it a family member? Was it a friend trying to freak us out and we were watching a movie? Yeah. And if it wasn't, who found our number, called it, and decided to just randomly say, not even knowing what was going on. While you guys were watching a scary movie. It it just happened to be what we're... They could not even have known we were watching a scary movie. They could have thought we were just sitting at home watching the Cosby show. Yeah. And I'm looking at you through the window, but we're on the second floor. There's no way to look through our window like that. On top of the fact that our phone wasn't next to the window. It was on this other side of the TV mm-hmm. next to where our apartment door was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It took my sister a while to get over that one. Yeah, oh, wow. I'm sure it I would. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that nine-year-old girl, ten-year-old girl, you know, like I said, it, you know, kind of leans into what we were talking about because it, it was about horror movies. Mm-hmm. And then she eventually gets a phone call. That could be something that's out of a horror movie. Right. You know, when a stranger calls. Yeah. Things like that, yeah. you know? Have you checked the Have you checked? Yeah, yeah, have you checked yeah. the children? I'm in the house. Oh, God. Yes. You know? Which, if a lot of people Even don't know. Here. Now, that movie itself wasn't technically based on an actual event. But there is a story that is similar to that mm-hmm. that happened in real life. Where a guy murdered a babysitter and the children that mm-hmm. she was taking care of. Mm-hmm. Um, this happened years ago. Um, but it just, that, that was really creepy situation. Like I said, to this day, we can talk about that situation. Of course, you know, my sister being a grown woman now, it doesn't bother her, but I'm sure it still, you know, raises the hair on her arms to think that, you know, who in the hell was that? Yeah. Who was that? Who, who took the time to be creepy like that? Yeah. You know, even if it was somebody we knew, a family member or a friend Mm -hmm. to do that and, and just creep them out you know creep out whoever was going to answer the phone you know what i mean yeah i know uh once again your microphone turned off and this is for some reason this is something that's been happening a lot yeah so now it's back on yeah the the ghost is definitely enjoying the show folks yeah Yeah. so see you don't just get three people who talk about the paranormal we give you the whole kit and caboodle here on this (laughs) show weird stories of the paranormal my butt we give you actual ghosts people what other podcast can tell you that that's right your story reminds me of um when what was that movie is it the ring where the Seven days, the phone call? Yes. Yeah, so my niece and I were watching that movie because when it first came out, and I was, like, we were too scared to watch it in theaters, so we had, like, um, so we were watching it, and so everything is, like, super quiet. We're watching the movie, and then, of course, the phone rings, (laughs) and we jumped. That's the biggest freak out right there. Those are coincidence of the most coincidence that could ever happen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. how is it possible that, that the universe just is so in tune yes. that it knows to cause something like that to yeah. happen? Yeah. You know what I mean? It totally just throws freaky. you off. Yes, yeah. totally, it's, it's really totally. freaky and, yeah, and, and it's crazy. Sure. You know what I mean? And and that brings me to something. I'm, another quick story. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in that same apartment, mm-hmm. uh, before they lived in the floor house, uh, this involves a doll. <laughs> uh, 
they decided to freak a friend. I think it was a friend of the family. I, I'd have to check in with my mom on the actual story. Mm-hmm. But what I remember is them putting a doll next to the bed uh-huh. where the person was sleeping. Uh-huh. And when they woke up, yeah, forget about it. it, it <laughs> who needs a rooster with screams like that? <laughs> Yeah, you, you could it. you could have woke oh up five God. households. Yeah, I, like I said, it, that story I'd have to kind of backtrack with my mom so she can you know refresh my yeah. memory on it. But yeah. I do remember the part where they used the doll to like completely freak the hell out of some guy, a family friend who was staying with us and just really creeped them out That's big time. So funny, I yeah. Love it. That but all right, folks, enough of me. We're gonna get to our what was once guest speaker who is now a part of the club. Yes. <laughs> Rock out. Okay, so I love when the stories have a hinge of Hondo in them or they happen to Hondo or he witnesses them because he's the biggest skeptic. I'm a skeptic, but he's a huge skeptic. He's an atheist, so makes him puts him in a whole other category. Yeah. So he um, like I said, being a cradle Catholic, you know, very involved in my religion, the doctrine and everything. Um we have these retreats, and they're three-day retreats. You go in, and they're pretty intense, you know, and you, you know, you're cut off from the world for about three or four days. Um, after being with him for about five or six years, he finally agrees to go to one of these retreats, and he's like, "Okay, VMP, VMP, and he's like, "I'm gonna go," and I'm like, "Okay, you know, you're gonna love it." And he met my friends, and you know, they were great people, and he's like, "All right, I'll, I'll give it a try." Mm-hmm. Well, they go in on Thursday night, the men. Wednesday night, dead asleep, and I hear his voice, babe, babe, and just hearing his voice say, babe, I'm like, something's wrong. So I wake up, and I'm like, what's going on? He's standing at our slider door. We have a slider door in our bedroom, Mm -hmm. and right outside the slider door to our bedroom, we have a patio, and we have our jacuzzi there, and he's standing there with the curtains pulled back, and he's like, babe, and all he's saying is, babe babe and I'm like what's going on and he says please come to the window please come to the window and I'm like oh oh, there's an intruder in the backyard Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on right and I go to turn the light on because it's dark and he's like and he's still looking out the window and he's like the the light's not turning on and I'm like yeah I know the light's not turning on what's going on he's like look there's two dogs attacking our jacuzzi what our hot tub and the hot, the hot tub's right outside our door. And he's like, what, what are they doing? What are they doing? And I'm like, I don't know. And I'm banging on the window and I'm banging on the window. And I'm like, scare them off, scare them off. And he's like, I, I'm trying to. And they turn and they look at us. The scariest feeling I've ever had in my whole entire life, probably. And their eyes are just red. And they're looking at us. And they're not attacking my hot tub anymore and I'm like okay this is what everybody's talked about right before you go into something deep like what he was going to go into you're always going to get attacked and usually something you know you know your car will break down usually like you know there's stuff that happens to people but I've never seen an attack on this scale before wow so I grabbed my rosary and I started praying and I started praying and Hondo's just like locked in at what he's looking at he's not even moving i don't even know if he's breathing at this point because he's just like what am i witnessing 
And then the dogs leave. And then I open the slider. He's like, don't open the slider. I says, well, I'm not, I know what this is. I'm not afraid of it because I know it's not dogs that are, you know, yeah. hungry for my jacuzzi. <laughs> you know? right? yeah, obviously. I said, so, you know, whatever I did scared them off and I'm still doing it. So, you know, let's go outside and see what happened. Tore our jacuzzi apart. Oh man. That Just sucks. tore it to pieces. And that it's sucks. one of those wood like it it has wood all the way around it so they just oh tore through the gosh. wood it's not like they tore the fiberglass the fiberglass is on the inside of the yeah jacuzzi. just tore the complete outside of our jacuzzi to pieces that's crazy yeah and now he's a theist you know he's not atheist anymore but to this day he's like that has to be the weirdest thing i've ever experienced and for me that was the scariest thing i've ever experienced to know that I mean, yeah, you know, we always get attacked before we're going to go and do something so intense, like, you know, retreats and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But, like, I've never seen something like that before. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's weird. That's I mean, crazy. it's not just paranormal, but, I mean, the idea that these dogs could actually turn on you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and from where? And from They look like two coyotes, two black coyotes. And black? Yeah. Where, where did they come from? Like, yeah, because okay, they obviously all, weren't your dogs. Yeah, they weren't our dogs. They weren't neighborhood dogs. I was born and raised, you know, in the city of yeah. Coachella. We had lived there for such a long time, and I had never seen those dogs before. It was just the weirdest thing. That's that is weird. Crazy. That's completely weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and then I we tried to think back, what time was that? We don't even remember what time it was. We just know we had gone to sleep, and then he woke up because he heard the noise, and then he freaked out, and then he woke me up. But I was like, was it midnight? Was it 3? Was it 3? Was it 3 a.m.? You know? Yeah. <laughs> we don't even know what time it was. That's weird. That's that's a great story. That I mean, I'll, I'll give you that. That's a really cool story. You know, creepy from two different aspects. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? From a, yeah. from a paranormal aspect and from a don't attack me dog aspect yeah. you know what i mean um but you do some you did something that i've always said people should do uh when in certain uh situations that they feel unsafe and and uncomfortable in mm -hmm. you know uh and what they don't show you in movies a lot is you're in a haunted house and the first thing you do is go to a Ouija board instead of grabbing a Bible. Yeah. yeah. Now, I don't want to get religious on anybody, especially because I have my own issues with God and the whole God situation. But I honestly feel that if, you have, if you're deeply rooted in the word of God, there's nothing more powerful than yeah. what he can do for you. Yeah. And your faith in him. So. Yeah. Or even or the faith her, you have in the way. good versus so, evil. So, you know, grabbing your yeah. rosary, praying, and and... And looking for that protection and his shield, yeah. to me, is the right thing to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially against something that could obviously turn into a really bad situation. Yeah. So fascinating that you say, that you, that you say he, you know? he was an atheist. He was an atheist. It's almost as if, um, not, I mean, not in, in exact terms, right? But, like, the dogs is, 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 is symbolic of, yeah. like... Yeah. There's somebody that like could potentially be on 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 our on our side. You're not going to take him from us. Exactly. How dare you? Exactly. Yeah. So absolutely. here's you know, no, and absolutely. it's like yeah, that absolutely. was that energy yeah. being. Like, I mean, that's so it, crazy. Yeah, it, I've heard many stories, so you know, crazy. from my family who are hardcore Christians. Mm -hmm. You know, and when somebody finds Jesus, or when they say somebody's found Jesus, mm -hmm. and they start to live their life for God, how. All of a sudden, these negative things just start to all of a sudden surface. Yeah. Now, they may have been there to begin with, and you just didn't notice them. But now, 
because God's trying to help you have a clearer mind, mm -hmm. all of a sudden they start to float to the top mm -hmm. and yeah. they're starting to become more visible right. and they're trying to hinder you or break your spirit into right. thinking, well, I'm wasting my time with this mm -hmm. whole, you know, believing in God yeah. thing. Or this right. way, this other, the way that I was doing things was much easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because at the end of the day, it, it's, it's human nature. Right. We're creatures of habit. Mm -hmm. And... It's always easier to do the wrong thing than it is to yeah, do the right thing. Yeah, we don't want to struggle. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, because doing the right thing can be a struggle. Yeah, yeah. It goes against what we may mm -hmm. selfishly want. Yeah. Sometimes. Right. So it's easier to do it's the wrong just thing. That immediate because it's it's so easy to do, and mm -hmm. sometimes you feel like, but if I can get away with it, why not? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that evil will present itself, will manifest itself. In whatever shape or form it needs to, mm -hmm. to be able to tell you, hey, you're not going to take him or her yeah, away from yeah. us so easily, or at least not without a fight. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, there's a show on TV. I've seen the whole first season. I don't know if there's going to be a second. I hope there is because it's an interesting show. Um, but it's called uh, uh, Gods and Omens or Demons and Omens, something mm -hmm. like that. Oh, it's yeah, on, yeah, yeah. It's on uh, uh, Prime Video. Mm -hmm. And it's... You know, this demon who's on earth and an angel who's on earth and who are supposed to help uh, mold and and shape humanity into, you know, the good versus evil thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And in that show, that happens a lot. When somebody starts to do the right thing, all of a sudden, that's when the, the demons or the evil starts to want to combat and fight mm -hmm. more. Mm -hmm. You know, especially in this show, because the demon itself starts to develop emotion and feelings for the humans. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, everybody in hell, including Satan himself, can't stand that idea. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Very unique and interesting show. And, yeah. and what its premises or plot is, is they are trying to find the Antichrist who has now been born. Mm -hmm. Because if the Antichrist fulfills his destiny, it's going to bring the apocalyptic end of the world. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to avoid that because they actually got pretty cushy With living humans. on earth all these thousands yeah. of years. And they don't want it to end. Yeah. They like living like humans. Yeah, You know what I mean? Um, oh, real, it's an interesting really, one. Yeah. yeah, It's almost like uh, Lucifer on uh, Netflix yeah. uh -huh. where Lucifer himself, the devil himself, has left hell. And now wants to live like a human being. Yeah. And his brother uh, or multiple brothers or angels come down to stop him from doing that. His mom, you know, so on and so mm -hmm. forth. And, you know, uh, uh, but there's always something that stops him from, you know, uh, 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 being able to accomplish that goal. Because yeah. the evil that, you know, in evil incarnate, whatever you want to call it, is not going to allow Satan himself to have a heart. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The whole idea behind the fact that there's demons and a hell is because uh, 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 he fell from heaven. Right. Uh, was cast out, actually, from heaven yeah. by God because he questioned God and said, why do you get to be the man? Why can't I be the man? And God mm -hmm. said, boop, mm -hmm. I'm the man because I'm the man. <laughs> and that's just all there is to it. It's like when you question your parents when you're five years old, and they're like, said, you're going to do what I say because I said so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm your dad. I'm your mom. And Go that's just room. the way it is. Go to your room. Exactly. So, yeah. all right, folks. I want to send a quick shout out to a couple of my uh, homeboys that I just, uh, co-workers that I just met. 
uh, that I eventually want to get on the show. I want to do a remote uh, yeah. phone call with these guys when we get a chance. That's Jose and Philip at Dal Taco. Uh, also, my homeboy Austin, who sent us that video yeah. for us to check out. Um, Very cool. I told them I would be sending a shout out and putting their names on our podcast so that when they Yay. listen to it, because they are new subscribers to us now that they know that we do the podcast. Uh, and I told them that I'm going to do the best I can to try and get them on the show uh, uh, because they have some really cool and interesting stories about what they've seen at Del Taco, mm -hmm. as well as personal stories. Uh, and my friend uh, Jose uh, and the house that he used to live in, mm -hmm. uh, which he thought was haunted, but I have just told him and explained to him that he was actually experiencing a poltergeist right. event, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, uh, from what he explained to me and what has actually happened and manifested itself mm -hmm. in that house. He doesn't live there anymore. Mm -hmm. He is going to talk to the people that do live there, mm -hmm. maybe convince them for us to go and do an investigation oh, there. Awesome. I'm so in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I... I I don't even have to ask you. It, it's like, do you want a piece? Do you want a piece of cake and ice cream? Of course I do. You know, or in my case, chocolate milk. Hell yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Jose, Philip, Austin, we're gonna do the best we can to fit you guys into our show. Uh, give you guys give us a call uh, and tell us some of those really cool stories that you guys have told me already and share them with the ladies. Uh, and with our uh, listeners out there so that they can be encouraged themselves to call into the show or send us an email or send us more videos like Austin has done. Uh, so that And, and our, our friend Monica who sent us that JFK video oh, yeah. a couple weeks ago um, because that's what this whole show is about. It's about us putting that paranormal stuff out there that we think people uh, is going to find interesting and that they want to listen to. And, you know, and then it's cool for us, too. Yes. You know what yeah. I mean? Because we love watching that kind of stuff. We do it already for free on our own. <laughs> yeah. You know, if yeah. we can do it on the podcast, it's just a plus for Even us. Better. You know what I mean? And the more subscribers and, and people who listen to us, the better we are. Yeah. We're, we're doing really good on, on our analytics, ladies. Awesome. Uh, you know, we're, we're starting to get to a point where we're starting to li be listened to by a lot of people. Cool. So, and yeah, I, I think it's awesome. And I really appreciate all the listeners out there, all the people who are subscribing to us and uh, and who are, are liking us on, on Spotify and iTunes and Anchor and uh, and and waiting for the next episode mm -hmm. to come out yeah. so that they can let us know what they thought about it and how much they enjoyed it. You know, and I thank you guys for enjoying it. I haven't had any negative feedback, thank God. Yay. I'm hoping to keep it that way. Mm -hmm. I think so long as uh, we keep our... Our, our, uh, our good honest core here of of stories and people don't feel like we're faking them out right i think we should be able to keep our our, our uh, listeners listening I think so, too. so we want to thank you guys once again thank all the uh, uh frontline people out there doctors nurses and everybody keep doing what you're doing because it only have benefits us yes. and for me personally i want to wish everybody a merry christmas because when we do the next show it will be after Christmas yeah. uh, and close to our new year. So I want to tell everybody to be safe, you know, look out for one another and uh, love one another. Have a very happy and Merry yeah. Christmas. Hopefully Santa brings you all the things that you wished for, all the gifts that you wanted and no yeah. coal. And, <laughs> and I also want to fight with every streaming platform out there uh, who wants to charge us for all the movies we saw as kids for free. Yeah, who I we now have to pay for? That. It's ridiculous. Tell me about it. Oh, it is so ridiculous. God. Elf. I wanted to watch I've Elf been, the other I've day, and I gotta for pay it. for it. Ah, yeah. so frustrating. But thank you guys very much for listening. We will see you guys on the next show. We are out of here. <laughs>